please welcome the uh, cinematographer and co-director of Le Jolie May, Pierre Lhomme. Uh, and the translator, uh, Ariane. Uh, and it's, it's such a remarkable document of, of, a, of a time period, uh, and it's, but it's also a remarkable document of filmmaking, uh, Le Jolie May. Um, I mean, it, it came at a time that there was a lot of change uh, in, in how you could make a film. Um, I, I wonder if you could begin by explaining to us what, what's special about the filmmaking in, in the movie, specifically you know, the new camera you were able to use and, and, and what Chris Marker said when he was presenting the idea to you of making this movie. Well, sorry, you don't, you don't speak too much. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> you are. Uh, so the main question is that you know, we must really uh, remember that this is almost half a century ago. Oh, okay. Sorry, I can't tell. Is it on? Yes, yes it is on. Just yes. making sure. So, so it's a long time ago, and uh, when I look at those images now, it reminds me of the Middle Age, in a way, about the, the film technique and the camera, and, uh, and uh, we had film. We don't have film anymore nowadays. Uh, so, uh, it was the first time that we had the possibility to uh, film, to give images and the sound. And this changes totally the look of a cinematographer. Because what could be a 10 second shot 50 years ago became a 10 minutes shot with the sound because the sound did change totally the, uh, uh, our, our point of view and also our sens sensibility and our relation with the people we were filming. Uh, I don't, I don't you know, it's such a long story. I sure, mean, uh, yeah, well, we'll take it bit by bit, <laughs> step by step. Uh, but I mean, the, the camera, to start with the camera, it was, it was a more portable camera than you had before. What, what, what kind of camera were you using? We, we had two... Uh, two uh, prototypes, one had been used by Jean Rouge and the other one by us, and uh, they, both of them disappeared, unfortunately. And uh, for the first time, uh, let's say that a portable camera was related with the sound recording. And, uh, but it was really like a prototype, you know? Uh, and uh, we were discovering we were discovering in the same time the people, the Parisians, because we gave them enough time to express themselves. And we were not pushing them with a camera and with a microphone. We were listening to them, I think, as, in a, as possible modest way to not push on them, to not... Uh, uh, there's a word that we refuse totally, which is a, like a, a big lie. It's, what is named the cinema verite? Maybe you heard of it. We hated this because it's it's totally mystificating. I mean, it's a it's a lie. Uh, Chris Parker used to say, "It's my uh, it's my freedom. It's not uh, the freedom." I mean, to to uh, the truth is uh, a very personal affair. When he he wrote about the when he spoke about the film at a cinema club uh, around you know a year or two after it came out he used the term uh, passionate objectivity. 
this is a wonderful way to yeah. express. He says passionate because really with our camera, we were amazed because we were give, giving the opportunity to the people to express themselves. We, we were discovering them. We were discovering Paris. We, we uh, as, as much as possible, we refused to have preconceived ideas and to try to take out from the people what we think, not what they think. And uh, I remember that, you know, every evening after the, the day of work or, or, or any, uh, we, were, we were speaking hours about the people we met, how they are, and that we ignore most of the time, just like now. Now it's, a, it's, it's very different, but we still ignore our neighbor. It, it has, we need to make an effort to understand the other one and to listen to him uh, uh, honestly. Yeah, it's such, a, it's such a wonderful movie in terms of being about encounters and, and listening to people. Uh, I mean, what was, what was your routine for a, a given day in shooting it? Like, what did you do over the course of the day? How, when did you start shooting it? Or how early? You know, did you just did you have a, go to a different neighborhood each day? Or how, did, how was that approached? You know, some... Uh, you know, for for instance, the first interview with the the the, the yeah yes the the first uh, the first person we speak with in the film yes he was he was a neighbor and uh, uh, we had never spoken with him we ignored him totally and when we started the film as he was a neighbor we went to speak with him and. Uh, to me, it was very difficult because I was used to, to handle a camera for a few seconds, or let's say a minute. But as soon as you have the sound with the image, the, the, the result may be endless. And I remember that uh, this first interview, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes I was handling this camera. And this camera, which was supposed to be a light camera, became minute after minute, a very heavy uh, uh, tool, you know. And then I, I, did, I did ask to the sound engineer, who was a very good friend of mine, and a very good engineer, by the way, uh, please, I have to, to understand very well what is happening, and I must have the, uh, the sound back. So it means that I did ask to have also some, um, how do you call like it? Like an uh, earpiece or a... Uh, Headphone. Head, uh, yes, headphone. And uh, because I had the feeling that the, the sound was more important than the image and that I had, I had to be always aware of this. And it did help me a lot to, to, uh, to have freedom of filming, you know. And, and did having the sound, how did that affect your, you know, how you framed things? Did, did, you, did you, would you frame an image according to, you know, how you were hearing things? Like, totally. Yeah. So yeah. you were kind of filming yeah, words was, just yes, as much as according images. with the, with what I was listening, and uh, I mean, when when I see the film, I can remember the, all those moments, you know, where I, I'm just uh, listening so carefully that the camera is playing around by itself. Well, with uh, one of the wonderful sequences in it is with the young couple, the, the, the man and the woman, I think they're 21 and they're in love, but they're also kind of a tragic couple because 
you know, the more you ask them, the, the, the more they're, they, you, ha, you almost expect them to say, stop asking us questions. <laughs> we just want to be happy. But you can, you're very sensitive with the camera in terms of how you're showing them. And you give them a, a, sta, a certain stature as well because you show them. Um, the camera is amazed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Listening to them, the camera is amazed. You know, it's like uh, also, I, I saw the end of the film with you right now. Uh, <laughs> the way I am filming those uh, military, you you perfectly know what I'm, I'm uh, what I th I'm thinking about this. <laughs> yeah, and I love with the the sound that you can hear him say, you know, good to see you. Yeah, good to see yeah. you. <laughs> they are so funny, you know. Even when you see them, you're like puppet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and and then I also speaking. But of the, also oh, this, yeah. uh, you know. We should never forget that we, it was the end of the war. And most of the people of my generation, if they have had a political uh, mini, uh, uh, political ideas, they come from the colonization. So the end of the colonization gave us such a, a feeling of uh, freedom and uh, justice, justice, mm -hmm. justice, yes. I mean, it, it, it was such a politically, uh, you know, interesting time. Were, were, were there anyone, was there anyone who didn't want to talk about politics? or was Because this is kind of a new thing to have people walk up to you with a camera. Mm -hmm. And that, now it happens all the time. But was it sometimes difficult? But it seems like most people were opening up a lot. We're very open. Yes. They're, re they're ready to say. If you don't push on them, and if you don't scare them with your microphone, <laughs> Or the camera, you can you you, you can uh, terrify them. Yeah. So you you always kept a kind of respectful distance, a certain amount. This is what we 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 knew at the, since the beginning that you had to be uh, very gentle and modest with the people, so that they would not be uh, uh, maltreated. Uh, uh, comment tu, how do you say maltreated? Treated badly as they are by the television or the the camera most of the time. Well, I mean, since this this was such a new way of doing things, I'm curious. Did you have any you know inspirations or, or, or models for this? I, I, I was reading something, an article you gave me that uh, mentioned a particular TV show, uh, the, the Colon. Saint Colon à la une. Yeah. Yes, it, it was a very nice uh, newsreel. Uh, uh, emission and, and, and on the French TV. But we also had seen already uh, what the American and the, the Canadian were doing. Mm -hmm. uh, people like the, uh, you know, Mazels, Fanny Baker, all those people were always trying to, uh, to, to, uh, to set this new way of filming thanks to the, thanks to the tool, thanks to a new uh, camera. So, and, and you like the style of like primary, for example? Or? Primary was like, uh, we could not, see, when we saw primary, we could not understand how it was made. Because we did not know the equipment that they were setting at that moment. We were, we were very happy it was possible, but we wanted to, to have the same freedom. <laughs> But but you were uh, less of a fan of what uh, Jean Rouche was doing, right? With uh, Chronique, the, something about his approach was not as yes. But we 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 don't. I mean, I do appreciate. I do like very much Jean Rouche. But at that time, we had not the feeling to follow his uh, his way of filming. Uh, 
his freedom was important. But uh, he, he was, he, when you speak about chronic danité, I mean, it's about themselves. We were not trying, I mean, if, if the, the, the Jolimet is about ourselves, it's uh, when you try to analyze the film, but the film is about the others. The Parisian. Yeah, and, and we were so. I mean, those people had never had the, the the freedom to speak and to think loudly. So this is a. What we tried to 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 do to obtain. And were you aware of of trying to get at the political consciousness of people, or were you just generally trying to find? you know, a more well-rounded view of people. Because I think it's a movie that that's partly about just encounters and people as humans, but it definitely has a very political, um, um, you know, approach, sensibility, yeah. Sensibility to the politic. Yeah. But we, we were not giving any lesson. Right. And uh, this was the, the first time that you had you had shot with this camera, right? Or had you done any tests beforehand, or was usual test? Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, nothing. Oh. Are are we having a? Okay. Yes, yes we are. Great. Okay. We ask you some questions, sir. I'm very intrigued to know what you learned during the course of your film about the camera, because you started and it was something completely new. You want to know what, what he learned during the process with this camera? Yeah. What he learned of this camera? Yes. Okay. During the making of the film. During the making what could the camera do that he didn't realize in the beginning? It's not so easy to say. <laughs> no, the only thing I could say is that this way of filming did teach me and did learn me about the people and gave me the opportunity and the freedom to, to, to look at the people with the camera, to look and to listen. Mostly this camera is listening to the people. This is what was new with this, those new techniques at that moment, that you could listen, really, not only look. I'm sorry to say, but I don't understand what it was like before. She says, uh, she, 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 she doesn't understand how it was before, before you were using that camera. <laughs> Strange question. How it was. We were doing silent images. And those, you know, a, a, a silent image could not be uh, endless. It was obviously something short. And, uh, uh, and you were relying on the emotion of one image. So it's, uh, the, I mean, when I think of the people I'd been filming before, I did not give them the, uh, I did not give them the opportunity to be themselves. I, I gave a, a, 
uh, a weak image. Thank you. Another question in the back there. Uh, I have a question about the film. Uh, in the film, you talk about the, the, the what happened in the manifestation uh, organized by the communists and what happened with the eight people who died in Sharon, in Metro Sharon. But nobody talked about the demonstration from October uh, 61 when 80 to 120 Algerians died. So I want to ask, is it uh, because it was not possible to talk about this in the film? Uh, it was not no, allowed look, look, sorry, but the film is what happened during May. It was shot from during the months. It was not trying to. Uh, it was not. It was not trying to give more than one month. Okay. No, because it was allusion of the law about the food and so. So I was missing this one. Yes. No. I mean, you have. It's not the purpose of the film. It's. It's not. It. it it does not want to be a political film. It, it's just a... It's like a portrait, almost. Yes, a look at a period. October would have been a, a tremendous film, of course. <laughs> Eisenstein made it in the back. Uh, are you still filming? If I'm still filming? No, it's too difficult, and I'm too old now. I am thinking a lot, but I'm not filming anymore. You know, it's it's quite. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a big uh, physical. It's very uh, uh, important. I mean, and I don't have the uh, the opportunity, and also I don't feel like filming now. I I try to understand that it's enough. I'm just curious. Have you seen any documentary or film recently where you were impressed by the, the camera work or something like that? Yes, all the time. <laughs> I don't know if you know, but how much of the material that you filmed ended up in the film? 50 hours. If I did understand the question. You filmed 50 hours and the film is... Right. 50 hours of documents. Uh, and the editing is made part of it, you know, and uh, the editing has been very uh, endless because technically we were losing the sound most of the time, the, the synchronization of sound and image was not very, very good and so we had to, to look for it all the time. It took approximately two months to have the, uh, the results uh, of the image with the sound sync. And uh, we had the 50 hours, approximately, maybe a little less or maybe a little more of documents. And uh, a few documents, a few shots have been made with the leftover documents. They are in the DVD that has been uh, uh, issued uh, last year by Arte. And uh, there are a few uh, documentaries made from the leftover. what your day looked like shooting and with what ideas you started uh, going on the streets and you know hunting characters or 
she, she, would, she, she would like to know how your, your, your day was. Uh, 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 what were your um, when you started like shooting? rules and things you were looking out for, like your focus and... C'était comment votre journée de tournage, votre focus, comment vous avez parté, votre day, jour, comment vous Oui, le schedule. Oui, comment vous vous comportez, est-ce que des fois c'est parfait à 9 heures Ah, every day was different. And every day was depending on, on the people we could meet and the people we, and the, we were going in a, a certain uh, street or in a district of Paris, just looking, uh, you know, uh, beating people by accident. And, but some were known before. I mean, there were friends of us were telling us, oh, you should meet uh, so and so. Uh, and, but, you know, it was really, uh, uh, we started early in the morning and uh, late in the evening. And in the evening, most of the time, we were trying to understand what we had been shooting during all the day, because we were shooting a lot. You know, it was it was very exciting to 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 be free of shooting anything we could meet. It was a very uh, yes, very exciting. And when when you were when you were watching the rushes at night, did that? Did you change anything about your shooting? You know, after after the first week, did you realize, oh, I can do this or I can do that? Yes, you you see what <laughs> when you see the rushes, you 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 see what you uh, have uh, succeeded and what you have where you are. You were not. Uh, I mean, sensitive enough. No, it's a. You, you learn. I mean, it's a, You know, it's like a, you learn every every day. You learn a few things about the people, about yourself, about your ability to film. It's like, how do you An exercise. Yes. Any other question in the front there? Uh, thank you for the movie. Can I ask you about how did you work together uh, with Chris? Uh, for example, the, uh, the scene with the spider or some panoramic. How, who decided to to make the panorama in this moment? Or most of the time, I decided. It's you know you have one eye through the camera, and the other one is through the the environment, and then you you it, it's it's a, like a. a and also the, 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 the friendship between the sound and the image. Because the, the guy with the microphone could help me to find something. And so I, you know, it's, it's like a very, uh, very warm collaboration between the sound and the image. And but most of the time, it's uh, uh, my personal uh, reaction to what I was uh, listening, hearing, and seeing. It's, I, I, had, I was free. It's a free camera. It's, a, it's not a preconceived work, you know? It's like a, an endless improvisation. And also the, the, the pleasure, because for the first time, uh, the camera and sound were working together with freedom. And uh, it was very exciting, very enjoyable. 
Any other questions uh, in the middle there? Uh, how, how did you decide to uh, uh, add music? And why did you choose for uh, Michel Legrand? Uh, Chris Marker might uh, speak instead of me. Uh, uh, because he was a friend of us, and uh, uh, Chris Marker thought that he, he might help. That's all, you know. And he had not seen the film. Recently he told me, but I did the music only through what uh, Chris told me, but I, not, I saw the film unless when it was finished. I don't know if it is a lie or not. It could be a lie, you know. All right, I think we have time for one more question uh, here in the front. Uh, in the film, you never see the first encounter of the character. You just kind of uh, cut in the conversations. And um, I wonder, like, at what point did you usually put on, turn on the camera for the interviews? Because I, I would guess that the material shooting on rolls would, it, is it still very valuable. Uh, so about just the interview time. Um, and when, when did you put on the camera? And as long as the people were speaking, we were shooting. No, but I don't understand very well the question, you know, sorry. My English is not good enough. Uh, yes, of course, it's a discovery. It's a... Sometimes it's sometimes someone can express uh, oneself very quickly, very in a natural way and very quick. Sometimes it takes time. You have to warm you to to find the good words. So we were expecting, like uh, you know, we were expecting the 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 moment of sincerity of uh, of. Uh, we had no preconceived idea about what we wanted from those person. Only we wanted them to be uh, as natural as possible, as sincere as possible. Yes, every role was 10 minutes, but we had many, uh, we had a quick way to change, to put a new role when one was, was finished. I c it's impossible. Some some day uh, we were. It's like when you go fishing. Some day you have ten fish. The the day after you have only a poor little thing. Uh, well, it's impossible to to tell you something. I could I could answer. It would be a lie. You know, it's very easy when you try to to. Uh, go into your memories, you know, you will see the memories are always changing. What you think nowadays, if you want to tell, to, to tell it to, to someone, and if you want to tell it within a month, it will be a different version. And in one year, still different, and in 10 years, it could be the best or the worst. Well, I'm glad we've been hearing this version uh, here for today. Um, I. We, we're just running out of time, but I want to ask one question because I can't resist about the later filmmakers that you also worked with, uh, Robert Bresson uh, and Jean Eustache, uh, for example. And did did any of the technique from the marker film 
uh, you know, help help you in, in shooting those films? Or is it an entirely different process? Uh, I mean, I assume with Brassal, he's, you know, we were talking that he's much more controlling. <laughs> it's a, I don't know what to say. You want me to tell you what I, tell, I told you this morning? You know, when I was working with Ostash sometime, he was telling me, oh, Pierre, how would Bresson do this? I said, Bresson is not saying anything he wants. He says what he does not want. It's a way to direct. It's a way to, to obtain what you want. It's to, to be aware of what you don't want. It, it, it's always truth in the life. To not do what you don't want to is a, is a real uh, strong direction. Well, I'm afraid that's all the time we have, but thank you so much, Pierre. Okay.